0: Welcome to Peak Mind. I'm your host, Michael Trainer, and I am here on the 30-Day Creativity Challenge, which many of you are following along with and amidst your own creative process. And for me, I'm committing to record and distribute a podcast every day, which I hope is valuable for you over the course of 30 days. And today, I wanted to talk about what you are optimizing for what do I mean by that? So many people, I think, based on societal, societal orientation and pressure optimize for wealth, right? They judge themselves by their bank accounts, uh, how many zeros uh, they can uh, collect. And, you know, where they are, you know, competing with the Joneses, you know, how much of a house can I can I buy? Um, What kind of car can I buy? You know, we're sort of sold this this notion of happiness and fulfillment is on the other side of accumulation, acquisition, and accumulation. That is not by the way to vilify anyone going for a nice house going for a nice car. If That's something you deeply care about and value. Nothing, nothing wrong with that. Um, But I think there's something primary that each of us need to determine on our own. And that is, what is our true north? And what are we optimizing for? And for me, I like the idea of optimizing for fulfillment. Because I think when we oftentimes go for happiness for its own sake, we lose sight of the of the true happiness, the enduring happiness. A friend of mine once said to me, you know, there's fun, right? You can pursue just fun for fun's sake. But then there's fun that is aligned with a greater sense of fulfillment, right? And to me, I think if you're optimizing for fulfillment, then you can create many downstream consequences underneath that pursuit of fulfillment. But fulfillment itself is what you're optimizing for. There's a great book uh, called Die With Zero that goes deeper into this notion of optimizing for fulfillment and the process of deciding what truly matters to you not based on defaults, not based on societal expectation, but more based on what you genuinely and authentically care about. And I think if we live our lives in accordance with that orientation, then we've really served ourselves well. You know, the number one regret of the dying is that they never took a shot at living life on their own terms. And this is a way in which to determine and to declare what your terms are for living a fulfilled life. Now there's an exercise many of you may have done before, uh, but if not, I highly recommend it, which is what they call the eulogy exercise, which is, while it sounds, sounds a bit morose, um, quite powerful, which is to visualize your own uh, funeral. Who would you want to be there? How would you like to be remembered? What, what is deeply important to you? Um, in the reflection of others on you and your life, what, how did how did you make people feel? Um, this is an incredibly powerful exercise because it gets to this notion of what are our eulogy goals, like what's truly important to us, versus uh, our resume goals, right? What what we think we need to achieve in order to be worthy, uh, in order to you know tick the box in our life, and I think. Really, really orienting your life around this notion of what's going to bring you authentic joy and happiness and fulfillment is a really potent uh, exercise to to put a lot of time and intention into. Because, you know, Harvard research has shown, which I've talked about before on the show, that the greatest corollary to our long-term health and happiness, in other words, how long we live and the happiness of that time that we live, is the, the number one corollary, is the quality of our long-term relationships. And so for me, I think the other piece is to really think about how are you optimizing for relationship? So how are you optimizing for fulfillment? And align with that, how are you optimizing for relationship? Now, wealth may also uh, play a part, right? Because there are many things in which wealth can, you know, empower us to live the life of our dreams. But I think just using wealth as a barometer of success is problematic in a variety of ways and if we actually have a a different orientation which is what is it that uh deeply fulfills me what is it that i want to at the end of my life have have be able to look back on with with great pride and joy you know maybe that's creating a family maybe that's traveling the world maybe that's writing a book it could be a multitude of things and the beauty of it is it's based solely on what fulfills you, not what anyone else or society or family, anyone else tells you you should do or you should be. But more, what do you find deeply nourishing at a soul level? So this is uh, the exercise I want to share with you guys today is really thinking about what is deeply fulfilling for you and. Um, you know, perhaps doing the eulogy exercise as a way to get clarity on that fulfillment process, and from that place, how do you reorganize your life? Where, where are you out of alignment with that notion of what is truly fulfilling for you? How can you get into greater alignment? What are the things that you're doing? Maybe it's a job you hate. Maybe it's, um, you know, being in a place you don't love that you can start to make a plan to reorient, to get into greater alignment with that notion of what deeply fulfills you. So that's my uh, share for today. I hope you guys are having a great day. So grateful for your time and attention and listening and following along in the journey. Uh, I will speak to you all tomorrow.